Fuck it off. People's Patriot Project. I'm here to welcome you. Um, tonight, we have got an amazing guest named Sean Laurie, also known as Veteran Guy. Every week, we bring you our podcast uh, slash live show on Facebook. And during that show, we have a guest. Many times, we have also a new musician. We sit around, we share the good, sometimes not always so good things happening in our world. We might also have a special guest stopping in later um, to, to kind of uh, debrief us on what he's been up to. Before we get started with these guests, we do ask that you take off your hats, stand, and cover your heart, and please join us for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the republic, and to the republic for which it stands, which it stands one, nation, one nation, under God, under God indivisible, liberty, with liberty and justice for all. Okay, we made it through that little piece, Peterson. We did it. Did we do it? Um, ah, so I'm in a different location. <laughs> you got it fixed. Got it fixed. Rock all year and no more rain on the, on the tin roof, huh? Yeah, hopefully that works for now. Awesome. <laughs> Scotty Hastings, doing a little. we'll take you for a minute or we'll take you for an hour, Scotty. It's good to see you here. Always I jumped ahead. Pleasure. And of course, we got Dan, a.k.a. Angie Hudson, watching us. Um, Timothy Allen Franklin, good to see you. We're ready to roll with everything we've got rolling there. Tammy, awesome. Tammy's here. Um, we got a Facebook user. Uh, hello, guys and gals. Thank you. Thank you for that piece. Um, but I don't know who you are. And Beth, <laughs> nice to see you. I can see everybody. <clears throat> it is. Uh, shoot, you guys. It's getting towards the end. Oh, It's the end of August. And here we are, like, super summer days, right? Yes. I, I can't believe that it's already into August already. 
Yeah, those of you that uh, don't go back to school in the fall, you have no idea how sad it gets towards this part of the year for us. So, yeah, yes, I mean, exciting. Oh. It gets really exciting as well, but, you know. <laughs> how fun is this in the fact that uh, our our crowd, our following, our our supporters are just coming out of the woodworks right now. And I mean, we've got a solid bunch of new people that I've. I've yeah. I tagged, I tagged guys. about 30 of my followers, bro. Oh, that's it. awesome, man. That is awesome. Yeah. Love it. yeah. And uh, I told them all I about hope. you guys and let it, let y'all know what we were doing and let y'all know what y'all are about. So yeah, you're going to get some subscribers tonight, my man. <laughs> I hope that's amazing. I, I yeah. love it. <clears throat> Oh, Tammy, you're such Tammy. a good heart. Gosh dang you. That positive <laughs> attitude will ruin my rotten day anytime, and I love it. That is funny. Um, hey, Brian Paul. Good to see you, dude. I love your posts, man. They are always positive. Talk about positivity. Rolling in it, buddy. I love it. I love it. You know, it's great when we have superstar guests, and then <laughs> on top of that, we have superstar people that come in and just Amazing. watch and, and see what's going on. And it's uh, it tells me that it's, we're doing the right things and that the, it's the right message. And, uh, and me and the uh, veteran guy here, Sean, um, have actually had a couple conversations, you know, just uh, in, in narrative about the positive message and what that does. I, I had a veteran this week that um, we had reached out and we might even get into his words here a little bit. I did a post today. I talked to him uh, this last week, and uh, of course, we narrowed it down to it's a male. But we try to give everyone their anonymity and uh, be able to share. And we're not there yet. We're not quite there. And I and I get the pieces. I get the stigma pieces. I get the fact. Don't get me wrong. There's some people out there that I legitimately think are whining a bunch of times, mm -hmm. and. Uh, and it's like, when do you have this conversation with them? It's like, you know what? <laughs> Tighten up the, the bootstraps and let's go uh, for guys and gals. But uh, uh, I have a personal relationship with this, uh, this young man and his family. And uh, what an amazing week. Um, we got done with our R2R ride and R2R event this last week. Um, I can't load as many pictures as I'd like to onto our platform. Um, Andrea had the amazing opportunity to uh, hand off a, a guitar made by our one and only Dan Hudson with uh, Operation Check Six to the Every Third Saturday organization in Minneapolis for their Guitars for Heroes program. And... Um, how exciting is that? That's, um, and I wish I, I have the picture and we'll probably try and get it loaded up here in a bit, but Andrea having the chance to hand it off. Um, so to know was had during this time. I mean, look at these honey. Look at those faces. Look at those Speaking faces. They're and, not having any fun, no. are they? <laughs> no, they're all fun. They're all fun. Uh, <laughs> Shannon Book with Deliberately Broken, Scotty Hastings, and, and Tim back there. Um, Terrible time, terrible time. And I'll get rid of this picture, <laughs> load another one in. Um, I think I ended up sweating through only 42 shirts over the two days. <laughs> that might be an indicator of other things other than the fact it was just hot and 
we were constantly moving, but uh, Andrea hangs a pork chop out of the side of her Jeep sometimes and tries to get some good exercise. Pork chops. Oh, you like pork chops. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Tell the world what you do, man. I mean, it's, it's, I see every day. I mean, that's because it's a piece that I want to watch every day. Um, and why do you do it? And, you know, what, tell us what it is. Well, long story short, man, really what I try to do is inspire people, not just veterans, which, you know, is a huge reason why I do what I do. Obviously, you know, I am a veteran. I serve my country. I've been down that road, you know. Um, those that know my story, I struggled with addiction for 10 years, struggled with, you know, mental health problems, you know, PTSD, depression, anxiety, um, had a lot of suicidal thoughts and stuff like that, man. And, uh, had a, had a tough life prior to the military. And then I had a tough life after the military, during the military and after the military, um, for 10 years of just straight struggle, man, destroying everything in my way, destroying my own life, destroying my marriage, destroying everything. Uh, a lot of it came from because, uh, you know, I was forced out the military and the military was a big passion of mine. I, my goal in life was to be a lifer. I wanted to, I wanted to retire from the military. You know, I got to nine years. I was a really good soldier. I was always said I, being a soldier was probably the best job I've ever done and probably the best job I was ever, probably the best job ever, I was ever really good at. Um, I was very good at taking orders and direction and, and, and also being a leader. Um, but obviously things happened and I ended up having to get out of the military for, um, you know, for physical reasons and mental reasons. Um, and so after those 10 years of struggle, I just wanted to, I wanted to be better. I wanted to be better. I got myself clean and sober in 2018. And after that happened, I just, I just realized everybody, anybody can do it, anybody. And I started seeing so many veterans and so many people in general you know, not just taking their life, but just, just not living their best life. Just, just being miserable, letting their, their, their mental health define them, you know, on drugs and alcohol and just not living to their best version of themselves. And I was like, you know what? I just started sharing my story. I just started telling people, wow, you know, I, I struggled for 10 years with addiction and I got through it. You know, I struggle with my mental health, but I've gotten through it. You know, I'm still here. And that's what, really started in 2018 and it just created into this huge platform where now I'm a best-selling author and I travel and I got, you know, a quarter million followers. Like, it's just, it's crazy how this journey went, but, but you know, that's my why is because I want to make a difference. I want to make a difference in somebody's life. I want to, I want to be that influencer. I want somebody to look at me and say, if this guy can do it, I know I can do it. And, um, that's that's really my why is I just want to help people become the best version of themselves through mindset and and I know I can I can do that. It's inspiring and again I I, I just appreciate the fact that how many times do we see that there's a problem and we don't do anything about it and and that was kind of a you know I I built the People's Painter Project and. I was working on it and I started in 2012 while well, 2018 comes along and what have I done? We're still losing everyone 22, but 17 to 75 people a day. And I just had spent another six years of allowing that to happen. And I don't think it's that hard. And so I appreciate the go-getters and the, the part that we've really been focusing on and someone brought it to my attention just recently is 
the doers. Yeah. Um, there's talkers and there's doers. And um, I love all these people reaching out and seeing. So we kind of go, and I think we need to hashtag this. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> and I think all of us can take a role in, in making our world a better place. And yes, yes, we focus on veterans and we focus on first responders. mean that you have to be a veteran or a first responder to get help from us. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you can't just be a good person um, and point the finger. Right. Um, it's always someone else's problem. Mm-hmm. And I, I, love, I love how you've taken the, the reins and said, you know what, this is my issue. This is my thing. Um, I, I know just because I've followed and I know your world a little bit, you have an amazing uh, support person in your life who, I mean, let's be honest, should have kicked your ass to the curb. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, that's the truth. Yeah. And we try to make sure we focus on those people as well because they didn't sign up for this stuff. They didn't for veterans and the, and the first responders who have to deal with an emotional concept or emotional ideology every single day that, that may mm-hmm. spin or twist your reactions and pieces. What's the biggest thing you think you've learned through all of this? I know I'm throwing you under the bus a little bit. We we like to do The biggest thing that I've learned is that no matter what you're going through, no matter what the struggle is, you can beat it, you can achieve it if you want it. If you want it. You know, that was the biggest thing when it comes to addiction, right? I hear a lot of people say, man, you know, I want to, I want to get clean. I want to get sober. I want to make my wife happy or my husband happy or my kids happy or my family happy. And I'm like, you're not going to do nothing until you do it for yourself. If you do it for you, then it's going to happen. And just like with me and my journey, you know, just wanting to be a, you know, an influencer, a public speaker, an author, a podcast host, you know, I wanted these things. So I made it happen. I wanted to be clean and sober. I made it happen because I wanted it. So the biggest thing I've learned is no matter what it is that you want in life, as long as you want it, you can go get it and make it happen. I love the power and the control we all have within ourselves. If you push and drive it towards mindset, the the most powerful, like I consider myself a, a master mindset coach. I, I, I coach a lot of people. I have an entire discord of people that, that I pretty much are under me and they pretty much go out and spread what I teach them to others. And, and it's just beautiful because if you don't have the right mindset, ain't nothing going to ever happen. You know, our mindset is so powerful. We think about it, you know, it's almost a lot like manifestation. I'm big in that too. You know, you believe it, you say it enough, it's going to come true. It's going to happen. You just got to believe it. And, and I'm just very big on that. Very big on that. <laughs> there he went. I know what he was going to say. I don't know where he was going to go with it. But I, he was starting out with it is a mindset. And mm-hmm. here's what, as you were speaking, um, I think sometimes we make it more difficult than it needs to be. Oh, absolutely. You want it, you go do it, you go get it. And some of us are like, well, what path should I take? What direction? Who do I need to talk to? Where do I go? What, do, what would people think of me? And by the time we're done thinking 
and sorting through all of that, we've missed several opportunities. Yep. And so put your mind to it, jump in and do it. And that's, that is definitely, that's do where you, it goes. Do you know that 90% of people, I would say, I would even say even more than that. I would even go as far as almost 95% of people don't achieve their goals because they don't even get started because they don't even get started. People fail. 95% of people fail because they don't even get started because they're too scared or they're, or they're too worried about what that one person said, or they laughed at you and said that this was going to be a joke. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Oh, you're going to be an author. Ah, ha ha. I love to see that. Right. And then you get this mentality like, Oh, well maybe this person's right. Or, Oh, I love to see you create this, this people Patriot. Right. I'm sure you've had a hater in your life or somebody that doubted you. And, and if you would have listened to them, you wouldn't be here today, you know? So I really think that, uh, you know, a lot of people that, that judge us and talk trash or, or try to make you feel bad for what you do or try to get you not to believe in yourself is because they're insecure of their own self. I mean, they look at you and it reminds them of where they are not. So when they're sitting there looking at me and looking at you and they're mad and they're angry and they want to see you fail, that's because they realize they haven't put in the work to get to where they need to be. And those are the people that I try to reach and say, look, if you want it, you can have it just as bad as, you know, you can have it just like I got it, just like you have it, you right. know, but you just got to put in the work and want it. Isn't that just the, <laughs> yeah, as a just do it. <laughs> like you said, everybody overthinks. They want to overthink everything. Like I know I did, like I'm working on my very first mastermind class and, uh, and I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous about it, but I know I got this and I know that I can do it. And so I've been just working my tail end off, making it happen. And nobody taught me. I just, I just know what to do and I'm going with it. And, 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 you know, failures are lessons and lessons get us, you know, where we need to go. We learn from our lessons and, and we just take a chance and not worry about what people think about us and just go, you know? Absolutely. Here's this is Dan Hudson. He's on here with us a lot. And he says, start with that person in the mirror and go get it. And then he brought up this question. Do you find that helping others continues to help you? And I'm just going to jump in and say, that's like a driving force. That's a <laughs> right. restart. That's a reset. That's every time you do that, you just want to do it more. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. man. I, I look at it like uh, when I first, you know, obviously when I first doing uh, Facebook and then I started doing TikTok, um, I never, I mean, it's an outlet. It's also an outlet for us. It's a way to communicate with other people. It's a way to, you know, you know, people say, well, you need to talk to somebody. Well, I talk to people every day. And I might be hearing your story and I might be, you know, helping you through your problems. But at the same time, it's helping me through my problems because I'm able to, you know, analyze your situation, compare it to my situation, see how you handle it. It's just it's an outlet. And I think that social media in a way in that way is huge. Um, uh, absolutely, man. I got a, a quote that I wrote about three years ago that says, don't just talk about it, be about it. And so absolutely, man, if you, if you want it, you just got to go get it, quit talking and go do it. Um, but yeah, I think this is a huge outlet and I think helping other people definitely help, help us help me. Yeah. Well, we've, we've found a few along the way that, um, and Sorry, lately we find that, oh, no, <laughs> that, um, some of them even cancel out of their booking mm-hmm. because they don't know how to share. They're mm-hmm. out there trying to do their thing, right? And they get, but they get here, and we're we are to bring we're here bringing everybody else to the table. 
If yep. you want to help people, that's what we want to do. We want to help people. Yep. So we'll help you help people. You can help us help people. And there's a hundred others out there. And some people are like, no, I don't know. That's not very comfortable for me. I don't, how do you work with other people kind of thing? And um, we want to bring those people on here to reach out and help yeah, others. Absolutely. Are there some intimidating people? Yeah, there's some intimidating people. Some people, mm -hmm. they've just got it and they roll with it. And you're like, wow, I tried it. It didn't work. Great. Find something else to try. Then try another direction. Mm -hmm. um, try another person. These guys are all, you guys are awesome. Look at, look at I that. love look how you that. said that, uh, you know, help one person, help another person. That's kind of our philosophy over here at VetLife. Um, we say that, well, one of my biggest goals, well, one of the biggest, uh, our mission statement actually says, you know, I'm here to help a million people, well, save a million people that save a million people. So by, by me being able to help somebody, and then they get their mindset right and they get where they need to be. Then they turn around and they'll be able to help somebody else. And then it's just like a cycle. Every person that gets help helps somebody else and they help somebody. So, you know, save a million people that save a million people is what we what, what are what we say. That is exactly. Look at that. There's your there's your reinforcement. We have Ryan Schultz on here with us. Popping in. Hi, Ryan. Hello. What's going on? So you're still alive after fishing. I am. And that's a big fishing weekend. It was. I was up there for four days, five days, fishing on Lake Superior, fishing for walleyes, and we made it home. <laughs> awesome. You don't want to give away any secrets, but where do you find walleyes on Lake Superior? Uh, they they like shallow flats. So up on the Wisconsin side, all the way up to the Apostle Islands and stuff like that. Um, and then in the St. Louis River, they they congregate pretty heavy in there. So cool. I was actually just out on a. I'm up at Lake of the Woods. Oh, okay. Hunting those elusive walleye. Well, actually, we found a bunch today, but it's not like that every single day. So it's fun. Well, cool. Very fun. Did you go up? Um, was it? It wasn't just you on your boat. Did you have someone that you fished with? Yeah, so I have a uh, fishing partner that travels with me throughout the whole year, and he uh, he fishes the tournaments with me, and then at the end of the tournament, we separate and go home. Then we meet at the next one. <laughs> Very cool. Good Very stuff. Cool. Yeah. And Sean, yeah, a lot of, I got some friends that have a lot of uh, things, you know, fishing when it comes to veterans. Um, I uh, uh, can't... Um, uh, tackle um, y'all know who it is my buddies know who it is um, uh -huh. but but there but there's some veteran organizations that take a lot of people out fishing that, that's actually a good outlet for people and, and help them with their mental health and stuff so fishing is a, is a huge outlet for a lot of people it's a great pastime that's actually where mm -hmm. we met Ryan I think it was sturgeon fishing the first time we met Ryan yep it was, uh, fishing. it was the sturgeon event with uh hometown heroes on the St. Croix River oh okay nice yeah <laughs> yeah I think I it's tactical that. 22 is what it is so yeah so it's all based around you know helping people that struggle with mental health so that's good stuff yeah that is good stuff I'm gonna push put this up this is a positive thought the stigma is slowly being erased this Patriot Network and the connections we make every day are saving lives and making a difference. We all have been told no. That doesn't mean it's the wrong thing to do. Keep kicking ass, brother. I love, I love it. it. Dan, you're making me swear. Remember? School's <laughs> start. I was reading a word for a quote. I love that. 
That's one thing that uh, I've, I've pushed, and I'm sure Mark's seen it too, uh, some of those videos where I talk about the stigma. You know, that's huge, man. Like, you know, the the fact that a lot of us men, you know, and I even say women as well too, right? Because women, you know, either you're, you're not strong enough or you're too strong. Like there's, women have a, a, a huge problem too. Um, but when it comes to men and the stigma, you know, most of us were raised, you know, we can't be emotional. We can't show sadness. We can't show any kind of weakness. And, and so for a lot of people to come out and show their emotions, especially as, as a man, you know, they got to get through that stigma and realize, you know what, there are certain people that still look at you that way, but the majority of us men, we got your back and we don't feel that way. I mean, I was raised that way and it was hard. Like, it's still hard for me to show real emotion, like sad emotion, but I'm working on that and I'm not ashamed of it though. That's the difference. I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it. If I ended up crying over something or being sad about something, then I'm openly sad about it. And it is what it is. Like it, I, I'm more stronger as a man to show those emotions than to hide it. I am not I'm not a crier, and since we've done this, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten stuck in that situation where during our show, I, you bring up Eric uh, Oleg Schlager and uh, the Chattel Foundation and and what we got to go through last weekend uh, being Chattel's birthday, and I I just lift those people up, and I it's and then the absolute tears of of joy. Um, that I've got to experience because, and I, again, I, by no, by no means am I, I'm, I still have a hard time sharing what that, uh, that's where I've gotten, but, uh, I'll tell you what, man, when we can throw down all kinds of pictures of, of people that we have met and we have been involved with over the last year, and we can constantly come up with pictures like this. And seeing the joy in all these veterans, of course, here's Eric. Oh, that's enough to make you cry right there. Um, I don't even know that guy that's making me cry. (laughs) Um, Well, that tutu actually raised enough money in one day to send a veteran through their pro the shadow program. So awesome, yeah. So he does that as a fundraiser every year, he'll wear it if you give. That's the thing, yep. So, yeah. Um, and then sitting and watching Shannon book, uh, seeing, uh, not alone this last weekend and him pulling the people up onto the stage who've lost a brother and sister. Get out of here, man. There wasn't a, I don't care what kind of cowboy you are. There wasn't a dry eye in the, in the whole County who heard that song. And, and it's, it's, we got to get that crap out of our heads. It's, you know, I, I'm not going to be a blubbering idiot walking around. Uh, that's not my style. It's not, right. who I, it's not what I do. But, um, you know, just the, the fact that, you know, even getting your words out. And I know there are some jobs, they know, where people side-eye you if, uh, if it looks like you've got a, a mental lapse or a, a, mm-hmm. a breakdown for a moment. And get rid of that. But that's why we can have each other's back. That's why this organization, that's why teaming up with, with – uh, with Sean and, and we've had Ryan in our network for a couple of years. I, I, I love the fact that every once in a while I just get to see uh, Ryan's uh, post, but then he texts and I text back and 
and just the reach outs and the we got your six and your buddy checks. Right now is your buddy check time. I'm going to say it right now. Yeah. Everyone's got one of these. Hold it up. You got it right now. Um, take the time right now. I'll go through my messages. Mark's favorite is um, he doesn't even necessarily ask the question. Sometimes it's just a simple with you. Mm-hmm. What's up? I'm here. Always here. Um, those. <clears throat> you know, if I could uh, just tell you guys really quick, just to add to that, um, some proof of that. So my story, when I was telling you guys, you know, when I struggled for 10 years with drug addiction and uh, I, I, what I didn't tell you was I lost my best friend in 2016. He's somebody that I served with in the military. Um, he became part of the 22. Uh, when that happened, it made situations worse for me. I just pretty much didn't care anymore. I was already, you know, drowning myself in drugs and alcohol and um long story short, I ended up getting sick because I didn't have any meds. I didn't have any, you know, anything, uh, started feeling sorry for myself, started getting to a point where I was very suicidal and, um, I was going to do it. I was going to end my life. I was going to unalive myself. And I had a battle buddy that just kept calling me. He kept calling me. He's like, he, I, I think I made a random post, maybe like, you know, six hours prior and, you know, usually we talk on the phone with each other. So I wasn't answering any of his texts. He wasn't answering any of his phone calls. He called me like five times and uh, he just kept blowing me up. And I finally answered the phone. And when I answered the phone, that's when we started talking. That's when he pretty much, you know, gave me some tough love, some talking to. And because of that conversation, I changed my whole mindset. Like I, I wasn't even, you know, I mean, not saying that I was cured, but I was just, I was out of it because I was able to talk to him about my feelings. I was able to talk to him about how I was feeling, you know, what was going on. So absolutely battle buddies check um, help because if it wasn't for that guy reaching out to me that day, I don't think I would have been here. I mean, you know, he, he absolutely reached out over and over and over. He knew something was wrong. And so when I answered that phone call, we ended up talking for about two hours and it just changed everything. I was able to go to bed and, you know, that's, you know, and, and obviously I'm still here, but I'm just saying battle buddy checks are very, very important. And I get people to do it to me daily. I mean, I literally look at my phone every day and I got about 25 messages just saying, Hey man, keep your head up. Hey, I hope you're having a great day. Hey, we love you, whatever. And then I pick random people and I do the same to them. So I think it's very important, brother, to, to, to reach out to people. hundred percent. Just and if you think they're the strongest person in your platoon or in your squad or in your, if you think they're strong, reach out to them because it's usually those guys that are the leader that's up front that just needs, uh, we call it lighten the load, man, lighten the load. One little thing. And it's not a little thing. It's a huge thing. Um, real quick. I want to Tony Turner. We're with your brother. I see, uh, you're out dealing with your brother, so I appreciate that, man. Thank you for sharing. Call out from Dan, just so you know, Dan. Charlie Shore, thanks for being here. I am sorry I missed a little bit of the conversation. I hope I don't have to. Did Ryan get to share why he was coming on tonight? He's bragging. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did share a little bit about uh, my last my last fishing trip. Um and kind of shared like where the walleyes congregate and everything, but this dumb no, thing. 
That oh, that is yeah. the reason why I'm here. Yeah. And Pro Walleye Series first picture. Share that story, buddy. So, so the way this tournament runs is I'll just kind of give a brief description of the AIM Pro Walleye. Um, it's a catch pitcher release, so CPR. So we catch the fish, we record it, we take a picture of it, and we throw it back in the water. So the what it really focuses on the health of the fish instead of getting put in a live well and thrown around in the boat for hours on end and coming to the, the docks dead. And so these fish are back in the water within a minute. And so that picture that um, Mark had up there was at check-in. Um, the big sponsors of this tournament are Warrior and Yamaha. And last year I, I, re I reached out to Mark and said, hey, I wanna donate a spot on my boat. Um, and you can see in the picture that that's the placement of of the People Patriot Project logo. Um, there it is again, right <laughs> on the back, and kind of a little action shot. But uh, I right. I chose that I chose that that location on the boat just due to the word warrior actually on the boat, and I mean everybody's a warrior in different ways. And we keep on fighting until we can't fight no more. So, so yeah. So I shared that shared that picture um, with Mark today, and I was like, "Hey, look at you guys made the front page." And um, I have actually got a lot of interest in that logo during my tournaments of wondering what what the logo means, and um, I don't know. I haven't really followed back with a lot of the guys because I've been busy, but um, I'm sure they've checked out the Facebook page and everything like that. Um, and I just, it just came to my mind, but my fishing partner is a veteran himself and he he's deployed a few times and he's recently out of it. Um, but he's, and he's part of the hometown heroes pro staff. So he runs the Sturgeon event that I met you guys at and kind of joined forces with you guys. Um, his name is Chris Simmons, mm -hmm. if you don't know him. But, um, but yeah, it is an awesome, awesome run sharing stories with him and hearing about his, his tours all over the world and where he was stationed and whatnot. So, so yeah. We appreciate everything you do, Ryan. I mean, I want to, uh, here's my truth. And I, Ryan took this with, all about him and he said that i'm going to do it and he got it on there and yeah we he just wants to to make a difference and show the world and the, i don't know if anyone's ever taken or we've taken the time or if you understand what the the purpose of the crest actually is and it is actually to be a beacon it is a dumb green and i i that's my way say it but uh, it's supposed to sit on a bed of pixelated black camo or the digital camo and it's supposed to be an oxymoron to the camo because we're done hiding behind the scenes we're done not being seen we're done we are going to be in your face we're going to be and i got to figure something out guys and maybe you guys can help me because here's the deal and i i don't have data on the people that are coming up here and everything but 
I want to say 90% of the people that come to our show and hear our show are coming for a reason and a purpose. A, to support. B, looking for help. Um, they're the ones that shouldn't be necessarily funding the processes of helping. They've already committed. They've got skin in the game by their service. They've lost uh, blood, sweat, tears, maybe limbs. Uh, obviously, they can't be on here if they've lost their lives. So we don't get to hear from those ones. What do we got to do to reach the 90% of people that lay their heads on the pills of freedom every single day and don't even question it? How do we reach these people? How do we help them understand that you get to do that because of the men and women that are out there driving around in their squad cars and in their fire trucks and in the ambulances and the ones that, unfortunately, you know, Andrew had a great conversation with Scotty Hastings uh, on the airport run about how he would he wasn't fighting for for us and wasn't fighting for America. He was fighting for keep himself alive. I get that. I get that. But the process of signing that dotted line is a process of being something bigger than yourself. It's yeah. being bigger than 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 yourself. And <laughs> only three percent of our country does it. So it's, it's uh, crazy, man. <laughs> How do we reach out? And maybe some people that are, are chiming in aren't aren't veterans, aren't first responders. I don't know the numbers, but uh, if you're on here, help me help me answer that question. And um, people often tell me, you know, what? Why the hell, Mark? Why would you? Now this is a different talk this week because we have an influencer on, but majority of the time we have a uh, another boots on the ground organization on to share their mission, to share their story. Mark, why would you do that? How? What about the funding for your organization? I'm like, yeah, you know what? Here's the deal. We'll get there. We are providing a tackle box of opportunity, and we don't know what we're catching. I mean, we got a professional fisherman here. Uh, (laughs) Some days we're going for sturgeon, and if you're going for sturgeon, you're going to use a different bait than if you're going for walleye or bass or eel pout. Not all of us have the same bait. And so that's why the People's Pager Project brings people on to have those conversations, to be real, to try and help. And we got to load up these these live wells, man. Literally, we got to load up the live wells. They're alive. They're still alive. And we want to keep them alive. I want to say something about what you were talking about a minute ago, about the 3%, about people that, you know, um, it's just funny because I've heard a lot of people say what you were saying, man. They'll be like, you know, they're not fighting for this country or cops ain't out there for us. They're out here for a paycheck or they're trying to fight for the way home. And But it's like you said, the bigger picture, man, ultimately at the end, if it wasn't for these guys fighting for their life to get home, they wouldn't have the freedom in this country that we have. If you didn't have these guys out here patrolling the streets, you know, regardless of what their reason is, it could very well be that every cop's out here working for a paycheck, even if that was true, they're still out here and and they're still protecting us. Same thing with those veterans. Even if every person signed up for the military wanted college, you know, who cares? The point is they're still out here fighting. They're still out here making freedom. And if it wasn't for that, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do what we do. So I don't, I don't know what to say to that. People just a lot of ignorance. Andrea yeah. brought this to my attention the other day. Go, you know what I'm talking about, Andrea? Who's fighting for our freedoms right now? You oh, 
about this the other right, day. Please, uh, the cops are the ones right now keeping mm -hmm. us really balancing our freedoms in the moment right now. Um, mm -hmm. We live in Minnesota, so we're kind of... Oh, I've heard. <laughs> I got friends up there that, you know, <laughs> it, it's nonstop Ooh. up there. Uh, it's it's crazy. And if it wasn't for those cops that are protecting the civilians in the street, you know, the civilians, I mean, it would be complete chaos. Yep. I mean, you would have to call in martial law. You would have to have the military, you know, the National Guard, but you know, it's the cops out here, man. It's the first responders that are saving lives. It's the people that put themselves on the front line to protect this nation. It's a, it's a joint effort. And, uh, of course, the American people that are also fighting just to, to you know, keep our rights going. Yeah. No. And that is in, in my mom and I talked about it, too. Um, well, my answer kind of was, yeah, the police are. But when you sign up to be in the military or you sign up as a, a first responder, um, first of all, the majority of those people that I've met have the heart that wants to help others. So that that's kind of a 90% given. But then I had to say to that comment, um, you also have the training that I didn't go sign up for. You also have the mindset of a soldier that I didn't. I didn't sign up for. Uh, I haven't done it. So am I grateful that there are people out there jumping, you know, into fires and jumping into war and whatever? And yeah, yeah, very grateful to those people. And, you know, I want to be here to support when they come home and, and hope that they're all in one piece. Well, that was my take. That is, that's a nice segue into the, the purpose and the reason of why the People's Patriot Project is here, and that is to serve. Uh, we believe to serve as therapeutic. We believe that boots on the ground uh, and, and sweat, blood and tears, time, talent and treasure, um, all these pieces innately help you inside. Plus, it helps others. And uh, this is an opportunity to serve. If you never had the chance to serve, we've got a place for you. And literally, it could be as easy as sitting on the phone and, and just texting someone every 15 or so minutes and saying, hey, we're here. We got, we got a, a phone bank that we can go through with that. Um, just being boots on the ground and having the opportunity to go be involved in an event or help an event where literally the smiles and the... the Again, it's it's family. It's it's yeah. building a family, and we are family. And it is a, a statement of our country and where it's going. I don't even think our. I want to go do a poll. Maybe this is what we'll do at our. Maybe not the next event. Maybe when we're in Nashville, we'll walk around with our microphone. And we'll ask, "What does your freedom mean to you?" And what what's freedom? Because you know what, over in the Ukraine right now, freedom looks a lot different to them than it does us right now. And uh, no one's shooting missiles through our apartments right now. And thank goodness it's probably never going to happen. But tell me why it's never going to happen. <laughs> I can name a couple reasons. <laughs> yeah. It, it's because of the people on the screen. It's because of the people that have signed that dotted line. It's never going to happen. Um, 9 11's coming up, man. And that is probably one of the most gut-wrenching days of my life um, only because we let it happen. And when I say we, you know, that's that's a whole another conversation. But uh, 
to think that that could happen on our grounds anytime in life. And that's not being ready. Um, and again, our mission needs to be ready so we don't have to get ready. We need the resources. Um, we've had to say no to a bunch of people this last recent because they they asked if we didn't have it in the banks to take care of it and the resources. Um, if you have the means, uh, and I'm not saying us, if you know another organization, that's, that's the, the great part about what we're doing is anyone, we have 180 other boots on the ground organizations that are affiliated with us. Reach out to any of them. Um, reach out to any of them. Uh, there's a couple I wish you wouldn't, but we will have that conversation offline and, um, and we'll help you with that if you need to know that. And um, you don't have to get to the People's Patriot Project, but if you have the inkling to help, time, treasure, talent, um, and you need a reference, reach out to us. I We can point you in 180 different directions, literally. You guys remember, I mean, the one thing about 9-11 I always talk about is, yeah, it was tragic and we lost a lot of lives, but it was a moment in America that everybody came together. You know what I mean? Like every every race, every American, you know, foreigners, immigrants, whatever, everybody was coming together to support this country. Even the countries that weren't, even people that were in other countries, you could see them on the news that they were just coming together and uniting with Americans. And it was just 100%. A, a, a time that was a tragic moment in, in, in the United States, but it was a moment that we all came together and we st- stayed together for a very long time. And it's scary to say that when you look at the way our country is now and it's so divided that I feel like it's going to take another tragedy for it to happen again. And I don't know, man, because I just we've had multiple things happen. We've had hurricanes happen. We've had, you know, all kinds of stuff happen where different races and stuff work together. But you still I think I don't know, man, I think it's the generations. And I think that it's just, you know, I don't know. I'm scared to say it, but we might have to have another tragedy to bring Americans back together. I I get what you're saying. I would like to try and defeat that before it happens. Yeah, me too. That's why that's why. We have the, we're going to be boots on the ground. Um, I know that, you know, there's been tornadoes this last year. There's been hurricanes this last year. We, we help support, uh, you know, uh, Jake Stovall down with uh, um, his search and rescue group. Uh, we help uh, other organizations. And then, you know, sadly, I hear some organizations where tragedy is happening right in their backyard and they don't do a thing. And that's, it's got to be, it's got to stop. It's got to stop, and we've got to figure out how to either cut the fluff and move forward or, you know, carry the load ourselves. And I'm willing to carry the load, and that's why we're building the network that we're building. And I can reach out to – I know anyone on this screen I can reach out to, and I – hundreds of people have reached out to our show tonight and had a comment. Uh, A lot I don't know thanks to – to Sean and for inviting them on and having them come watch and be part of the conversation. Um, but I want to know you and I do want to have a conversation with you and I want to see where we can grow, learn and become bigger and better together. That's what I want to do. Um, I love the idea of, you know, the old, the old 70 Ford commercials minus the Ford, of course, um, you know, the apple pie, fireworks, baseball, and, you know, coming together in community. I mean, I love that idea. I love the Sandlot time and era. 
we're far from that. And I don't, ignorant, I don't think, I think we can get back there. I really do think we can get back there. We got to put things down sometimes. We got to invest more into people. Andrew's probably yelling at me in the background here with a lot of stuff. No, no. I was typing little notes. You guys, I got to get going. We have a dinner thing. I'm on vacation. So So I got to head out. But you guys, Ryan, awesome to see you again. Sean, great to meet you. And I'm sure this won't be the last time we talk. So absolutely. We'll we'll connect again off here. Very cool. Very cool. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Right. Talk to you later. Right. Bye bye. Now we can talk bad about her. Oh, (laughs) I'm not gone yet. Hang on. (laughs) Um, absolutely 100% the glue that keeps this thing going, and I I appreciate everything Andrea does. And uh, um, she she gets to see the. I know it probably looks like it's all fun and frivolity. Is that the right word? Uh, And frolic. Uh, with Mark Peterson, but uh, I've got a I've got a dark side to me, and uh, I, I like things a certain way. I, it's not like uh, you know cans have to sit the same place on the shelf or anything like that. But uh, I think our veterans and our first responders are deserving of more than what they're getting and have gotten. And I'm pretty I'm 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 pretty stringent and stern about it. And not that she falls short of that; she's not. Um, but uh, when I have, when I have members of our organization that don't do their job or don't get it, do what they say they're going to do, or, or people that say, you know what, yeah, I will do this, and then turns around and does something different, it's, it just throws a wrench into our world, and that sounds like negative talk. It's not negative talk for me. It's just working through and moving forward and getting things done. Learning to What's work through problems. Yeah. Absolutely. What's next for Sean? And then I'll ask Ryan the same question. You got a tournament coming up, I'm sure. But uh, what's next for me is uh, well, I'm working. I've said something earlier. I think you were you might have been on here. It might have been a time you got off. Uh, um, I'm working on a mastermind class. Working on my yeah. second book. On my second book. Um, so that's going to be huge. Uh, got a couple events coming up. I'm going to San Antonio, Texas for a speaking uh, speaking event. Um, we got for our nonprofit vet life for life, we do a annual 22 K every year. And so this year we're doing our 22 K December the 10th and in South Carolina, and we're going to have the whole Christmas theme. Uh, we're going to buy, you know, we're going to raise funds and we're going to buy, you know, presents and Christmas for, for kids from veteran families that can't afford it. Um, so, you know, I just take it day by day, man. I, I set goals and I set, you know, these goals and I just work towards them and don't let nothing stop me or hold me back. This probably won't be a surprise to you. Um, I mean, ultimately, everyone that we have on our – I have a hard time calling this a show, but I guess it kind of is a show. Mm-hmm. Um, the ultimate goal is that we find a way to collaborate and mm-hmm. we'll do a, a post-show after we do our, our close here and – and have conversations about, you know, what can we do to work together? And it, it's not about me filling my, my bank account. It's no one in my organization makes a dime. Um, there are some organizations that they have uh, paid supporters. I, I do have to feed my family. That's why I teach school during the, the year. Uh, it's not a great balance of doing this and that, but uh, I'll do what I have to do until I don't have to do it anymore. So 
What's next for Ryan? Um, well, I am actually done with tournaments for the year. That was my last one. Um, okay. And uh, ended up placed in 26th out of 61. So it wasn't terrible, but not the best. Um, other than that, just family trips. Got some family events going on um, throughout the year and working. That's all I do. What, um, so, what was your highlight of the year for you, brother? Highlight of the year, um, I would say, would be just um, coming together as a team that I travel with. I travel with four other boats, um, and we work very, very well together, very closely. We talk to each other daily, um, even if it's just poking each other and making fun of each other. We still talk to each other. And all of our guys are coming back next year, which is awesome um, that we are moving into next year as another team. Um, but I think it's I think it's just the group of guys that I travel with is the best part um, and how we take care of each other. Like, for an example, one of my buddy's boats blew up this weekend, and um, I had a boat lined up ready to go so he could continue to fish. But he just said, I'm going home. But... So, I mean, it's his decision, but we take care of each other and we always have resources to take care of those problems. Um, so I think that's been one of the biggest high, like highlights in, of my year as fishing. So, Good. yeah. Um, you're going to do the Eel Pod event this year again? Uh, I am not because I have okay. something going on that day, so I will not be there. Um, I, I said ill pal sturgeon. sturgeon, sturgeon. Yes. Um, but my, my fishing partner will be, Chris will be there. Um, yeah. he'll probably be wearing an American flag Jersey. You won't miss him. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he will be there as a HHO member. So HHO does an amazing job. They do have an amazing mission and, uh, we love, uh, being invited to their events when we get invited to them. So yeah. that's awesome. It's always a little different when I don't have my counterparts here to kind of push some buttons and show us a, a different direction or another conversation. Uh, I am loading up real quick, uh, everyone, um, our our YouTube account. We didn't feature a lot of music tonight, and we'll close uh, tonight. Uh, I think I got a great song for one of our veterans. Uh, we have roughly 90 musicians um, that have come on our show that are all veterans and first responders and some patriot performers we call them uh but the majority of them um 95 of them are all veterans and if you haven't heard their music you're really missing out um shannon book and deliberately broken amazing and i'm gonna i'm not gonna do any justice here because they're all amazing and um so we have we p3 radio we're gonna relaunch that here in the next week or so um it's been down we're doing a little management piece on that uh, but our YouTube station has um, all of our music on it. It has all of our podcasts on it. It has all of our debriefs. On Mondays, uh, we have a young lady named Sugar Rose that comes on and does Motivation Mondays. And all of her uh, broadcasts are on there. Um, I dabble in competitive cooking. Um, and I do smoking. And I try to make real elegant meals uh, more caveman-like, you know, uh, so uh, I try to show the world how you can make a beef wellington um, 
that's not necessarily 110 bucks at the steakhouse and um it's delicious and i love meat and anything that's cooked in meat and uh um i've got some butts out on the smoker right now and i enjoyed some uh pan fried uh uh salmon tonight with uh, it's a whole story now heading down the wrong path but um if because in sean's amazing crew of people if you can go to that link and and submit to it we can get to that hundred i'm sorry that thousand person mark and get it taken care of so we can monetize that station and I, more than monetizing it i'd rather just be able to brand it because that's a really dumb looking uh url sitting there that uh, i wish we didn't have i wish it was wp3 or the people's Patriot project and people will know who and what we're talking about when we do that um if you're in the minnesota area arby's doesn't have anything on market. i appreciate that tony <laughs> uh, it, it, I have to ask: Did any of you guys try the the Wagyu burger from Arby's? I don't know if there's any listeners out there, and they only had it for like two months because, and it was probably the best hamburger on the fast food market. I I loved it. Anyway, thanks for the squirrel moment, Tony. Um, let's get our YouTube going. Uh, next week, uh, August twenty seventh, here in Minnesota. If you're available or you're around, we have the awesome opportunity. Um, this is our personal event. We have Blind Joe coming uh, with three other musicians, two being veterans, one being a VA nurse. Uh, all amazing music. We ask you to bring a chair, your beverage. Uh, we are planning on roasting a pig and taking care of people. Uh, and it's just a time to come, chill, hang out, uh, listen to some good music. Take some pictures, show some joy, hear some positive stories, and uh, maybe do some buddy checks at the same time. And uh, for those who want to do something bigger, in October the 20th through the 25th, we will be in Nashville. Um, we are working with Big Vinny of Trailer Choir right now, and we are lined up to be at... Redneck Riviera, yep, on the 23rd, or I'm sorry, the 20th of the month. We are planning on being at Tin Roof on the 24th, and uh, we're going to put in two more events in between there. On top of being, uh, me and Andrea and Dan uh, have been invited to be on the red carpet for the the Grand Ole Opry um, Josie Awards, and we're very excited about that because we get a feature about – a half dozen of veteran and first responder musicians that are going to walk the red carpet that night. And so very excited about it. Gentlemen, you're both invited to come down. We have room. We're actually going to be staying at big Vinny's resort. As far as I can tell right now, um, he's blocked it off for the people's Patriot project and uh, that we, we got space. And so um, that is an opportunity for everyone and anyone that is interested. You got to reach out to me. Let me know what's going on. Yes, that is John Rich's uh, bar, the Redneck Riviera. So, uh, and there are a couple opportunities we get to have because of these uh, these relationships. So, uh, bigger, better, faster, stronger. We're getting there, guys. And I appreciate all of you guys for being here. Um, Sean, anything in closing, brother? Uh, not much, man. Just 
a little bit. Just thank you for having me. Uh, appreciate all that you do out here. Ryan, it was a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, um, pleasure to meet you too. Big shout out to everybody that showed up. Big shout out to BPMO, uh, connected with them. They're doing great work with me. Um, great company and uh, just all my vet life supporters. And uh, I would like to do this one time, if you don't mind me dropping a plug. Just kind of do. go check out my book, Veteran Mindset 2.0. You can get it off of Amazon. Um, don't have to be a veteran. It's all about upgrading your mindset to the next level. And so go check this out on Amazon, Veteran Mindset 2.0. And uh, that's it, man. Just thank you for having me, bro. Thank you. Thank you. You you have a permanent all-time, anytime spot here with us if you when you are available. Okay. Mr. Schultz, what do you got going on? What Anything in closing? No, just wanted to thank you for having me and reaching out um, after I sent that picture today. It's always good to see you and uh, nice to meet you, Sean. You too. And we just got to keep on taking care of each other. That's about it. A million lives changing a million lives. I love it, Heather. Thank you. Real quick, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't share Andrea giving away the guitar from Operation Check Six to, to John from ETS every third Saturday. And just always our crew working hard. There's Dan getting everything set up for um, for the concert. It was amazing. It was amazing. If you haven't been to one of our events, you got to find a way to get there. Um, because I believe in it, because I want to do it, and um, it's my show now, um, I'm going to close with, don't go anywhere, guys, if you don't have to. I, Ryan, did you have to get going? Um, yeah, I do. I got to put a little guy to bed. So, Hang tight, Sean, uh, but we'll get through. Uh, this is Stephen John. Life is good. Paycheck, the pocket of these jeans. Got these Jensen's cranking George Strait circa 1993. Got the windows down in my home laid up on the back of this bench seat. I'm headed toward the drive. The sweet little Cajun queen. Life is good. Got that sun shining down on me. Pull on over to the shoulder Baby, can I have this dance? Drug doors open, she moves closer I swear to die a happy man Her head on my chest, my hand on her hips Honeysuckle floating on the breeze Hope these cars flying by don't pay us no mind Cause I don't ever want to leave Life is good Got that sun shining down on me Life is good There's nowhere else I'd rather be Got my troubles in the rear view Corona in the igloo Nothing gonna get to me
worry about a thing. I ain't worried about nothing. I ain't worried about a thing. Life is good. Got this sun shining down on me. Fuck off.